It's time to grab your pen and paper and listen up, because this is the Denver Business Coach Podcast, where we bring you actionable business tips and strategies to help you build a successful company that can thrive without you. And here's your host, Matt Aponte. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Denver Business Coach Podcast, where we bring you actionable business tips and strategies to help you build a successful company that can thrive without you. And this podcast is brought to you by myself, your host, Matt Aponte, and Simon Sreed, and Stephen Conkey. How are you guys doing today? Good, thank you. Good. Doing well, Matt, thank you. Awesome, awesome. So in this inaugural podcast, we will be introducing our hosts and the mission of the Denver Business Coach Podcast, as well as taking on the subject, time management as a business owner and how to get more of it. All right, so first off, I want to introduce you guys. Uh, This is Simon Zreed. He is the founder of Denver Business Coach, a certified value builder, the author of Successify Your Business, and a business strategist and mentor at heart. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Matt. It's good to be here. Yeah, glad you could make the time to be with us. And uh, this is uh, Stephen Conkey. He is a strategic growth specialist, the business ad- a business advisor, and certified change management practitioner here at Denver Business Coach. Thanks, Thanks for Matt. joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem. And I am your host, Matt Aponte. I am a serial entrepreneur, digital marketing specialist, and mentor and business marketing coach and the director of marketing here at Denver Business Coach. And uh, what I really want to focus on today, guys, um, the subject that we're going to kind of put in here, first off, we're going to introduce, we're going to let you guys know a little bit about Denver Business Coach, the podcast, what our mission is. Um, But really, the big thing that we want to tackle is time management for business. And uh, if you're an entrepreneur or you've started a business at one time or another or you've been in business for a few years, you know that on one side of the spectrum or the other, there's always issues with time management. There can always be better, uh, better productivity evaluation of your time that you put into your business. Um, but before we dive into that, Simon, I want you to tell us um, about Denver Business Coach. It's mission, so you founded it back in... 2012. 2012, okay. Yeah. Um, and so... Tell us about why you started Denver Business Coach and, you know, what it is now to you and your mission. Yeah, uh, thank you, Matt. I think, you know, we started Denver Business Coach when we when I started the company. It was actually not called Denver Business Coach. It was called Success and Communication. And I started it as a productivity consultant. And it was just a few years after uh, the iPhones have come out in 2007. It was like the age of productivity, productivity apps, getting things done, all of that. And a lot of business owners were actually struggling with how do I stay productive in, you know, changing from your Franklin Covey planner to the digital world. And they needed a lot of help with that. So that's where I started out, how I started out. And over time, really developed more and moved into the strategic planning side for businesses and started the business coaching aspect of things. Cool. Yeah. So and it's a perfect topic for today, time management. Yeah, it is, right? And um, so as far as uh, what is it that you like to really, um, you know, get or help with the business uh, consult or the clients that you consult with, you know, as far as um, kind of overall, not time management only, but what's your what are your goals for a business? Um, you know, I think for business owners, what, what do I like to focus on when we work with clients, I think? is really helping the business owner build a, a company that is something that's worthwhile having, that they enjoy running, 
that is actually turning into an asset for them. And one of the things that we're seeing is that a lot of business owners, you know, spend a lot of time, we're going to talk about that today, and a lot of money pouring that into their business. Uh, you know, with the hope that at some point this is turning into an asset that they can either sell or they can pass on to the next generation. And unfortunately, most often that's not what's happening. Yeah. And so they're, you know, investing a lot to then only find out when it's time to cash in that it's not worth anything or that they can't sell it. And so our mission is really trying to get there in as early as possible with the business owners to help them build uh a sellable asset in the end that they enjoy running. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Owning. Yeah, that's really valuable because I know a lot of business owners don't often go into business with the end in mind, but it is very important. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right, so Stephen, um, so you're one of the business coaches here at DBC. Uh, FYI, Denver business coach will be referred to as DBC probably from here on out to shorten it a little bit. DBC. Yeah. And so tell us your reasons for joining the team. Um, you know, kind of like the change management specialist, that area that you really specialize in. Mm -hmm. um, so what really drove me to coaching was the change management aspect of it. Um, from what I learned in that field, it was leadership capability, but really it was being able to transition a person or a company or, or a team from one situation to another. I, I call it current to future state and uh, being able to uh, assist them through that whole journey. Uh, the goal is to get to what the future state looks like, and you have to be clear about what that actually looks like um, to actually get there. And you also have to be clear what the current state is, what is happening right now. Um, and then the, the journey going to the future state is really what kind of drove me towards coaching is being able to help people through that transition to actually make what they're um, what they're going for a reality. Yeah, very interesting. That was actually kind of new to me, you know, before I uh, joined you guys. Um, so what I really want to focus on here for the rest of the episode in particular uh, is like we talked about time management. And um, I know all businesses struggle with some aspect of it, whether you're, you know, starting off and it's more like self-time management so that way you can be more successful in your life, which leads you to be more successful in business. Or if you're much further along and you have that ironed out, um, you know, to where it's more along the lines of time management for your employees or those your partners, those that are working with you, or processes within the business. And um, so, what? Who wants to kind of take this ball and, and run with it? I, what I really want to do here is share some tips and strategies um, for different areas of the time management because I think we all have experience in different areas of that with businesses. Um, Simon, you, you go first. So like, what are some um, some strategies or some some areas that you see in some businesses that you work with that they struggle the most with time management? And what are some ways that you've been able to help them? Mm -hmm. So, you know, one when I look at time management, I think when I talk to a client, usually one of the first thing I said is time management doesn't exist. It is you have to manage yourself, right? Time is a continuum that just passes. You can't manage the time. You actually have to manage yourself in how you're utilizing the time that's available to you. So, and then we further define that into personal time management. That's really more focused around the energy that you have throughout your day, making sure you have a good morning routine, making sure you have a good uh, rhythm as you're going through your day and a good evening routine and just 
setting your life up in a way that it works. Yeah. Right? It's not about work-life balance per se, but it's like what in this particular time in your life does you does your day need to look like? And so we can talk a little bit about that, what, what actually a good structure is for today. Sure. The second aspect is really the more strategic aspect of what are you focusing on as you're working. And that's a lot has a lot to do with business strategy and how are you moving your business forward? What do you focus on? What's your driving question in your business? And um, that's a lot of the work that we're focusing on within our coaching and consulting is that. Okay. And so um, what are some, you know, areas or, or what are some ways, let's, let's kind of jump to that second part of, of more of like the business structure and processes. Um, if you could, and I know that uh, we didn't really, uh, I'm kind of putting you on the spot here, but um, what are some like your top tips or let's, let's back up a little bit. What are some of the top, what's like the number one thing that you see in businesses that have been around a little while, but they're suffering from this internally. What's that like number one thing where you see where that like that crack is happening or they're falling through the gaps? Um, to me, it's priorities. And priorities can shift throughout the day. Um, what's called like scope creep is things just kind of comment, come in, come in. Think of an example of like emails. You're sitting there, you're working on a project and some emails come in. You feel obliged to respond to that email and then your focus goes towards that email rather than what you're actually doing yeah um, and it's really just setting your priorities and making sure that you're hitting your priorities on time yeah that's that is a uh, a huge area I know it's like I, I feel like uh, ADD is something that everybody suffers from these days but it's not really the clinical form of ADD because we're so inundated with alerts mm -hmm. and I know like you know, for myself, we have uh, I have a, a watch, an Apple Watch, and then sometimes when I'm driving, I have my Bluetooth headset, and it's all connected to my phone. So when I'm trying to do something, I'll get an alert here or here, and it's very easy to get distracted. So you know, I like that that phrase, you know, scope creep. Um, and so, what are some ways that uh, you know that you might be able to help a business in that area of of time management? Yeah. So. Usually what we're trying to do is focus on, you know, what is the cost of that scope creep? Because mm -hmm. usually it has to do with there, there's a reason that whatever that piece is that's now landing on your desk is landing on your desk. And so oftentimes this is where a business owner has not either put the proper uh, systems in place that the business can handle whatever that emergency or email was and it can be handled by someone else or they don't have the proper team in place yet that can actually take care of that so as a business owner we call it like the hub and spoke where you're the hub and you have all these spokes around but as long as you're the hub in the middle that is kind of like responsible or the the linchpin of all of it mm -hmm. your scope creep is huge you know yeah. and it comes from every different angle and that's usually where from a team perspective, do you have proper, um, do you have the right people in the right places doing the right things? Mm -hmm. 
fundamentally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, if that's in place, you're, you should have a calmer experience of running your business. Yeah. <laughs> Ideally. You should. Ideally. You know, and you're you really dealing with the fires. You're not dealing with the unnecessary things. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's the ultimate goal then, really, uh, for any kind of business. Um, and so what are, some, uh, what are some other areas where you would find you know, some businesses might struggle with, um, you know, time management. I like how you, you made, you brought up the point. It's not really time because you can't manage time. Time happens regardless. So it's really more like self-management. And so I think as a business owner, whenever you have a team, no matter how big or small it is, it's not only self-management, but you're also managing the selves of other people, or at least setting the perspective for them. So this way they know what to expect when they're working for you. Um, so what are some areas that, uh, you know, other areas that might come up as, a, you know, in a challenge where you could offer some advice? I mean, I can, you know, one thing that I often see is people and business owner, you know, they have a sincere desire to improve and become better business owners. And they're oftentimes looking for a lot of like outside information. And then you go to resources like you know, you read the four-hour work week and you read getting things done and you read whatever those those tools are that kind of like have the fundamentals, right? Yeah. And then you're trying to copy whatever that system is and try to apply that, but you're not really using your own intelligence to, to take what are the fundamentals of that and really use your intelligence to kind of see how does that apply to me in my current situation right now. Because it is unique for every person. You might have a kid that goes to school. You might have a, um, a parent that is sick. You might have a, a longer commute than someone else. There's so many unique circumstances. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, getting the information and having that available, but then take enough time to think it through for yourself. How do I need to set myself up mm-hmm. to succeed? Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, I think that's a really good point, you know, because there are a million different books out there on time management, self-management, or how to manage your team and whatnot. And, you know, um, I, I know one of the approaches that you, you know, you take here is that every business is different and every business needs a different style of coaching, a different, uh, you know, uh, layout or, or plan of action for them. So it's more of like a consult and see what where it is that you need and then a customized plan for that and so if you are like you said relying on a book or something like the four-hour work week the the four-hour work week could never work for me (laughs) yeah it's like i i tried that once and it was just not replying to emails you know telling people i only reply to emails once or twice a day just did not work in my arena no and but if you're a business owner and you have a staff or you have a customer uh service representative or someone that deals with whatever the business daily things are, then you can be in a position where you're saying, I'm the CEO and I'm checking my emails two times, three times a day, yeah. but not when you're a solopreneur or in your first few, you know, the initial stages of your business. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think an important, you know, point to kind of drive home here is, is that, um, you know, none of this, you're not going to be able to, let's say you only have a team of, you know, a couple or you are a solopreneur, you're not going to be able to grow a business if you haven't started with yourself first. You know, so kind of backpedaling a little bit, um, you know, what are some of the areas, and I know all of us have a pretty good morning routine, you know, that's filled with, you know, reflection, meditation, whatever it is that we have in, individually. Um, so I want to kind of touch on that a little bit. You know, what are some of the, was it easy for you guys to implement? How long did it did it take? Is it something that you enjoy? Is it a habit now? Having your own routine? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
Routine is so important, right? It, it, um, from just being able to be more productive. And if you do the same thing every time you wake up in the morning, it just sets you up for better success. Yeah. Um, and everybody has their own routine that makes them more productive. For me, it's going to be different from you. And it's mm-hmm. going to be different from you. You have to find your own routine that really kind of gears you up for that day, right? And it makes you the most productive. For me, I have to go run for at least 15 minutes. And that just kind of gets me ready for the day and uh, uh, productive for that. And starting your day off the same, though, is so crucial. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I can say for myself, I... I, I have to go running in the morning. Mm-hmm. I do go. Uh, my alarm goes off at 5.15, and by 5.30 I'm out and do at least like half an hour. Um, I have another cornerstone of my routine is to not bring technology into my bedroom, which saved me like an hour a day right there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in the morning with my digital breakfast, usually yeah. before I get out of bed, and then uh, in the evening. And so doing that is is brings a lot of calm yeah. to my morning and my evening. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, with some of our clients, it's, uh, I have a client that for at least three, four months, every morning at six o'clock would send me a picture of him being in the office with a screenshot of the computer screen, the date, so I could see that and I could see the office in the background because he uh, was at a place where he did not have enough admin time um, throughout the day and if he wouldn't get a certain amount of admin time done in the morning between 6 and 8 o'clock the whole way that his business was running wouldn't work yeah. because he was a technician in the business himself mm-hmm. and so we had an accountability program where every time he wouldn't send that uh, text message I had a blank check and I could write a check to a nonprofit <laughs> organization that he no was not supporting <laughs> so, nice. so that worked and that did wonders. Do, yeah. you, do you plan your day out the night before or the morning of? Like get your priorities for today. Good question. Um, I mean, what I have, very simple, I have a uh, I have my Asana here at Denver Business Coach. We use Asana for, mm-hmm. for task management, which is where I keep an inventory of all the reoccurring tasks and, and one-offs. And then uh, usually first thing in the morning is I, I transcribe whatever I'm trying to accomplish mm-hmm. into paper. Uh, so I really like to manage myself out of a uh, written yeah. uh, plan more than the digital. Yeah. 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 I think for me that works better too. So I'm more of like a, a weekly planner instead of like a daily planner. Mm-hmm. And so my mornings, see, it's, it's funny because everybody's morning is different. Yeah. I, I've tried doing the morning exercise thing and it just never works for me. Like it doesn't motivate me to get out of bed knowing that I either have to go run or hit the gym. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like, you know, in the morning I have my routine and then I have my coffee, my first cup of coffee, and then it's meditation for about 20 to 30 minutes. And, and just kind of, you know, for me, it's very, um, mornings are quiet, especially around 5.30, 6 o'clock. In my home, it's really quiet. I like watching the sunrise. And so if I can mentally and, you know, for myself spiritually get myself aligned, 
then the rest of my day is great. Mm -hmm. And then usually my workout is like later in the afternoon or in the evening because that's when I find my energy levels are highest. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, and so, you know, it's kind of funny because with my wife, you know, she knows later in the day, she's like, did you meditate today? Mm -hmm. Because if, if, if I'm a little grouchy, I probably didn't get a chance yeah, to meditate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and then I've, tr I've tried the whole like non-digital breakfast thing as well. And that is so great. It's, you know, I've, I'm actually having to throw around buying a, uh, a, a standard alarm, you know, like a ringer because my phone is also my alarm. And, uh, and so I think I'm going to get one of those because I tried turning it off, but still sometimes it's, you just like, you wake up and you look at it and you're just like, I gotta, I gotta see, you know, what yeah. messages do I have? It's so hard. Yeah. But the, the few days that I was, I did it without and that, cause I didn't have to wake up at a particular time. It was so nice. Just not having the phone or any kind of digital mm -hmm. influence, you know, so you can get your mind straight. And I know that's really important. Um, and just kind of going back to the whole, whatever it is, you have to have some sort of routine. Um, the most successful people in the world, you know, Tony Robbins will tell you and uh, Robert Kiyosaki and whoever it is, everybody, all of them has a routine, you know, in the morning or it's in the afternoon or however it is that you start your day. Mm -hmm. And um, I forget who it was that said, that if you master the first hour of your day, you master the rest of your day. So, uh, you know, that's really something to, uh, to, to keep in mind for all you business owners. Because I know it is a challenge for you and you've either mastered it by now or you haven't. Um, so, <clears throat> I think, are there any other, you know, kind of tips? What, what can we do to share with our listeners something that's actionable? I'm going to, let's, let's break this up. Let's break it up into three, three areas, okay? So I'll take the one of the personal development type thing, something actionable that you could do. And then let's, let's say you're a, um, you know, a business, uh, relatively new, under three years, uh, but more than one. Um, you have a really small team of just a couple people. Um, you know, maybe what are some things, maybe you want to take that, uh, that, that could help, um, you know, organizing your your team and then maybe you know you could take something to where maybe the team's a little bit bigger mm -hmm. and and um, you know some suggestions that you would you would go there so go ahead and, and what, what are you thinking Simon so so for the business that is uh, you know in the first few years with only a small team I think uh, again right from the beginning you're you're setting the tone as an owner uh, of how that business is gonna be able to to grow, right? In it, it goes through stages, and it will always hit a ceiling. And then it's the it, you, usually in the beginning you're a solopreneur, and at some point you're like maxed out, and you're wearing all the hats, and the business cannot grow until you have like a, a substantial change in how you're going about running your business. Mm -hmm. And then you're adding a couple of staff, usually an, an admin office person or another technician or a salesperson, and then you're. Um, business goes to the next level there and then you're getting stuck again and usually what's important is that you're setting your you're really thinking about how is my business going to look like once I'm not a technician in the business anymore and um, from that perspective really very early on start mapping out what is your organization going to look like what are the different jobs that are within my business that right now are maybe being done by three people but really eventually it's going to be a six people team 
and not focus so much on the person. Oh, Jesse, he's really good at marketing and he's really good at this. So therefore, he's responsible for that. And, and you're thinking people-oriented, but you want to start thinking system-oriented. And if you can create that kind of an approach and create standard operating procedures uh, without it being too dry or too inflexible at that point, um, it's going to really set you up in the long run to scale your business. And we have a business owner that is in her third year, and I don't think she's pulling out a lot of money at this point, but her business has grown, is set up to grow substantially over the next five, ten years because she has spent the first two years figuring out her core values. How are they going to be... Um, set up in a way that it really funnels down into expectations, job descriptions, uh, reviews, all of that. And yeah, is it a sacrifice in the beginning to put all of that in place? Yeah, and it sure, sucks. Yeah. yeah. But her, I can proudly say her business is just set up to grow massively. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Very good. Thanks for that. I'm actually going through some like that with uh, one of my clients right now is um, he's hiring people on to do certain jobs. And the last conversation we had was, okay, how does the organization going to look two years from now? And we ended up putting like a whole org chart together about this position, that position, that position, um, who's going to be talking to who, uh, where the lines of communication before these people are even on board with the company, uh, just thinking ahead about what those jobs could be yeah. and who's going to be responding to whoever, who's going to be um, uh, managing these people. And when you think ahead like that, like you said, uh, you do set yourself up for success and for um, very quick scalability growth. Yeah. And so if you're, let's, let's jump ahead a little bit and let's say, you know, that you are that kind of business and you have a little bit larger team, but you're having problems in there. Mm -hmm. You know, what kind of maybe actionable advices you could give to the, the manager or the CEO or whoever it is, you know, that's, that's, uh, you know, listening or watching. Um, so I always advocate uh, what I call like alignment meetings, 30-minute um, tops of where you get everybody on the team together and make sure um, everyone's rowing in the same direction. You know, I always use like a Viking ship. Yeah. You, got, you got people there rowing, rowing the oars. Um, if people are rowing at different speeds, different directions, uh, business is going to start spinning around. The boat's just going to spin around, spin around, spin around. If you get these alignment meetings every two weeks or so, um, just to make sure that everyone is like, yeah, this is our mission, this is what we're trying to do. Um, get everybody rowing in the same direction, you start building that momentum. If you have ever been in a rowboat, it gets easier Yeah. when you start getting in that rhythm. Um, so if everybody's in that rhythm and going towards the same goal, the business starts actually making progress and, and really moving forward. So when you have larger teams, um, that becomes really important to make sure that everyone is going towards the same goal. Yeah, yeah. very you, good. You know, Stephen, from one thing that you're saying is, it's interesting that we're like focusing on time management and we're not talking <laughs> yeah. about like the traditional things of, yeah. of time management. But, but like as an owner, you know, you're, you're always in the business and you're always trying to get your employees to do like that extra level that you as an owner are bringing to the table. Yeah. So if a customer comes and they're asking, where can I find the bananas? You know, instead of the employee just telling them where they can find them, the owner would take them and walk them there, right? Mm -hmm. And and if you as a, as a business owner can create a, 
an engagement, a level of engagement and enthusiasm within your employees to to bring that forth also mm -hmm. as a as a team and as a company. Um, all of a sudden, the company is going to be way more productive. They're going to your employees are going to be more empowered. They're going to be more self more self sufficient. And again, your time and the effort that it takes to actually run the company becomes much less. Yeah. So you're thinking, focusing on time management, you really think about, okay, how can I um, motivate my employees mm -hmm. to have alignment, to be enthusiastic? And that's a time management conversation. That's yeah. not a traditional time management conversation. Yeah. But, but the impact, the compound impact of that is mm -hmm. really significant. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's, it's more about what structures can you put in place so that way you do have more time, mm -hmm. you know, or, and, uh, and that kind of ties into the whole, you know, thing that we're going to talk about here a little bit in the, the Freedom Workshop. Um, so, you know, but I want to tackle that, uh, that other, that third aspect, you know, because we might have people watching or listening who uh, are maybe just working for themselves, you know, and so maybe their challenge for time management is self-management now. And so I know for me, you know, about four or five years ago, this was uh, a really uh, a big struggle because I was then in the, um, you know, commercial video production realm. Um, and that's what I focused on for video production, video marketing. And so, you know, I wouldn't always work during the week because most of the things or events or whatnot that I was doing was on the weekend. So I would usually do my editing during the week and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, sometimes Mondays when we were shooting. And so my schedule was all messed up. And I really didn't have to get up in the morning, you know. So I would work late at night. I'd be editing till 12, 1 o'clock at, at night. And so I'd end up sleeping till 11, 12, 1 o'clock in the middle of the day. And then I'd get up and start my day. Mm -hmm. And so it was really hard whenever I started reading a lot of books um, and, and seeing how valuable, you know, how the successful people do it, uh, you know, how valuable time management is. And, you know, my business was was doing pretty good. I was pretty happy with how it was going, but I always felt like there was this extra thing, you know, that I, that, that I just wasn't there yet. And whenever I really looked at myself, it was because my day, my structure was really crap. You know, it was just kind of like wake up whenever I do my week and then I hustle whenever these, you know, uh, events were happening that we had to do filming. And so, um, the biggest thing that I implemented, which helped start my day, was getting to bed before 1030. Mm -hmm. You know, and so, and, and I'm a very, like, uh, methodical person, too. So what I did was I just set alarms. I, I started setting an alarm that would go off at 10, and then at 10.10, another alarm would go off, and then 10.15. And every 10 minutes in the alarm, back then I had a, an Android phone, and so I had a voice, you know, yelling at me, you know, get your butt in bed, you go know, to bed, <laughs> go to bed. yeah, exactly. And so that would happen. And finally by 1030, but after I did that for a few weeks, it just became habit, you know, yeah. come 10, I would be, start falling asleep and then I'd get to bed and that made it easier for me to get up earlier in the morning. And, and so then that other aspect was I'm very like, um, motivated by what, what I want to do. If, if there's nothing for me to get up and be excited about, I'm like, I just go back to sleep, you know, and I'm not, I was never motivated by money. So getting up and hustling and making a ton of money was never my motivation. Um, but being the creative and the photographer, I used to live on the beach, like right on the beach in Jacksonville beach. And so I loved sun sunrises. So the sun would rise, you know, five, five thirty or so. So that was my motivation. Well, if I wanted to get a good sunrise, I had to get up early. So I'd set the alarm at 5 a.m. And that was like, okay, I want to capture the sunrise. So that would get me up. After two or three weeks, a month of that, then it became habit. And once I was able to get in that habit, then a lot of other healthier habits kind of started falling into place. 
um, you know, like meditation and like uh, planning my day out in the morning. I used to spend, you know, 10 minutes in the morning writing down what I want to do. And uh, once I, I started, you know, putting that into perspective and seeing, first of all, you have to realize the value of what that can bring to your life, not only you personally, but your business and maybe even relationships. Uh, because when you have yourself all together, you, uh, for those single solopreneurs out there, you look more valuable to, uh, you know, you're more of a catch to other people and, um, and you're also just more successful. So first of all, you have to see the need of why you should be doing this and then that need will transition into the actions that you need to take. So um, for me, it's really even this day, it's about alerts on the phone because I get distracted really easy. So if you look at my personal calendar, you will see all kinds of alerts throughout the day that just pop up and remind me, you know, don't forget about this, don't forget about that. Because like we said earlier, we're so inundated with so many things coming from different directions, it's easy to get sidetracked. So my you know, my suggestions is, is um, if you are uh, 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 a person that um, needs to be reminded, then, you know, we have technology. Everybody's phone is within the, you know, reach. I think 90-some percent of people that have a phone is within hand's reach. So use that technology to benefit you then by setting alarms. If you're like, oh, I don't want to do this, then set a million alarms and you'll be like, okay, fine, you know, turn off the phone and do it. And then after, but it's like three weeks. It takes three weeks to create a habit and you can, you know, but one day to ruin it. But, um, <laughs> you know, we'll talk about that some other time. But if you, uh, if you stick through those three weeks and you create the habit, then once you've mastered one, don't, don't put it all on yourself. Be like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to bed by 10 o'clock. I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. And then I'm going to plan my day. And then I'm going to meditate and do yoga, exercise, whatever. Just one at a time. Just, time. you know, yeah, segment them. Break them down. Conquer one, then add on and stack. And then before you know it, by the end of the year, you'll, you'll be like, you know, you'll have it all down and, and you'll see the trickle down through, your, through the rest of your life, your business, finances, relationships and all that. So I, I always challenge people uh, to the 15 minutes earlier challenge. Yeah. Heard of that one? It's, uh, yeah. it's, you know, you wake up at eight, you wake up at seven for a month. Every week, you wake up 15 minutes earlier. Nice. So for the first seven days, you set your alarm clock 15 minutes earlier than you normally would. After that week, you get used to it. Next week, 50 minutes earlier than that. Keep going through a month. All of a sudden, it's normal for you to wake up an hour before you were used to waking up. And then you have an hour to add to your day, too. Yeah. And I've found that to be successful with people um, who have problems like trying to organize their, their day and uh, yeah. getting more productive like that. So wake up 50 minutes earlier. Every yeah, week. that's cool. The 15-minute challenge. So you can give that a shot. <laughs> All right. Well, before we wrap out, is there anything else you guys like to throw in there? Or, no? You good? I'm seeing Simon's like ready. I'm like, let's cut <laughs> this. Go. No, no, no. <laughs> let's end well, this. Out. Let's jump this. <laughs> you know, I have like uh, maybe one <clears throat> final thought, which I uh, I often share is when you're even when you're a solopreneur, you have to think yourself of a company. Yeah. And, um, you know, in the E-Myth by Michael Gerber, he talks about you have the visionary, you have the manager, and you have the technician. And even as a solopreneur, you have all three of those roles. And uh, you, when you're a technician, so Matt, for you, when you were doing editing videos, right, mm -hmm. that's a technician job. You can't just then pull out the owner's card or the CEO card and say, well, guess what? I'm going to take a day off. Yeah. Because if you were an employee of your company and your employee would just take a day off, you would not uh, uh, 
what it, you would not tolerate that, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. So you have to really you have to start understanding what roles and what hats you're actually wearing, and I think with that, then you can actually bring more discipline to it, because and you need to give each one of those roles time where you have time to pl- to to figure out what you're gonna do, and then the manager how you're gonna do it, and then the technician just doing it. And as long as you're a technician, you don't have a lot of say so. You're just execution. Just yeah. And <laughs> don't don't fool yourself that you can you know be not disciplined or be the owner of the company that yeah. can do whatever. So so that's one of the that's one of the motivations or the perks to grow your business. So this way you can have yeah. somebody handle this and yeah. and you're not wearing all the hats. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and that's what we help you do here at Denver Business Coach. Um, on that, uh, we're going to wrap out. But I'd like to also. Um, uh, put in a plug here on August 18th, 18th. Uh, we are having the Freedom Workshop, and um, this is a well, you know what, from the brainchild himself. Tell us a little bit about the Freedom Workshop, Simon, and, <laughs> the and, and what, what you know, what they're going to learn here at the, at the Freedom Workshop, and, and why they should check out more info of it. Yeah, I think Freedom Workshop comes back to what I shared very early in this podcast that we want to help business owners like get an understanding of what it takes to build a valuable business that they enjoy running and at some point also are able to sell if they want to. And um, in the Freedom Workshop, it's really, it's a full day event, starts at nine o'clock, goes till five. Uh, We'll have a little break in between, but it's really like very hands-on work sessions about how do you uh, create scalability in your business? How do you increase revenue? understanding what actually drives value in your company and um, lots of like very down and dirty hands-on work that we're going to do and that you as a business owner can then take back into your company and yeah gain some ground as it relates to building not just a profitable business but also a valuable business. Something that you can sell later on and uh, uh, there'll be a lot of um, uh, workshops and uh, we'll have a couple breakout sessions and uh, like it says on the the marketing material it's a sleeves rolled up workshop so uh, we won't be talking at you we will be <laughs> with you in the yeah. trenches with you and we have uh, we have a business broker joining us that really walks us through the process of what it actually looks like to sell a business a lot mm-hmm. of business owners do, you know never come across that conversation until they're actually designing to sell and at that point they're at a disadvantage to potential buyers that have been in that process yeah. many times. And so I think it'll not only be informative, but a lot of fun too. Absolutely. And a lot of it'll, be, it'll be a blast for sure. Yeah, it'll be great. So go check it out. Uh, you can visit myfreedomworkshop.com and uh, that will be in a link uh, below, um, either the show notes or below here in the video, in the, in the uh, comments on the video. Um, that's myfreedomworkshop.com. It's August 18th. And registration starts at 8.30, and the uh, event goes from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. with an hour lunch uh, break in between. We'll also have um, networking sessions, uh, like a a real quick speed networking also, and then during we'll be providing lunch uh, for you, so this way you can stay and get to know those there at the event as well. So go check it out, myfreedomworkshop.com. And if you would like to learn more about the Denver Business Coach, uh, go to denverbusinesscoach.com, and you can learn more about uh, Simon and Steven and myself and 
the whole uh, the other coaches that we have and uh, the whole company uh, as a whole. And if you would uh, like to um, learn more about how we can help you uh, with your business, then uh, go to denverbusinesscoach.com. The number is right there in the top, or you can shoot an email to info at denverbusinesscoach.com. And um, I think that's uh, that's it from us today. All right. Well, Sounds good. Cool. So thank you, uh, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us, and we hope that you catch us next time. Uh, this was our first podcast, episode number one, and we will be uh, doing this uh, twice a month. I think we're going to shoot for now, so uh, bi-weekly. So go ahead and like, subscribe, give us a thumbs up, and if you're listening to us on um, any one of the uh, podcasts, so Apple iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, any of those, please leave a review. Let us know what you thought about it. Um, and if you have any questions or anything that you would like to uh, share with us, um, just shoot us an email at podcast at denverbusinesscoach.com. That is podcast at denverbusinesscoach.com. And, um, or if you are a local business owner or a specialist in business and you would like to be on the show, you can also shoot us an email at podcast at denverbusinesscoach.com and we would love to talk to you more about that. All right. Well, thank you very much and have a wonderful day and stay sharp in business because we will help you. For more info, check us out online at denverbusinesscoach.com and make sure you like, subscribe, and leave us a review and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Search at Denver Business Coach.